Hello, and welcome to Believe It, Achieve It. I am your host, Nicole Winley, and I believe everyone should be living the life of their dreams. This show is going to be a weekly dose of magic to help guide you to living your best life. When you feel good, then success in all areas of your life is easy to achieve. I love to empower people to discover their dreams and to ignite their lives. This show will be full of personal development stories and skills to help you take your life to the next level. My guests will be health and wellness experts and amazing spiritual beings, as well as everyday people with stories and lessons to help guide you through the ups and downs and help you get one step closer to living the life of your dreams. I want this podcast to be real and unpolished, full of honesty to show the realness of life. Here's to living your best life with gratitude and love. Are you ready? Let's get started. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Believe It, Achieve It. I am your host, Nicole Winley. And as always, you guys, if you get tired of hearing me say this, then I need to stop doing a podcast. But I'm so excited for my guest today, Bonnie Howard. And she is a podcast host. Actually, you guys, we were in the same podcast accelerator course together. So we did this together. So I'm really super excited to have you on here today, Bonnie. So welcome to Believe It, Achieve It. Thank you, Nicole. It's such an honor to be here. And I'm so excited to be on this journey with you. Podcasting has been amazing. Oh, we were. So you guys, I won't lie. I always do like a pregame and we always chat before I I actually hit the record button. And I get a lot of magic in the beginning chat. So I think I might need to start immediately hitting record before I officially hit record. So, so Bonnie, you are a podcast host of the Chronically Courageous. And it is where chronic illness warriors come to feel empowered and uplifted. And You know, I have to say, you know, and I said this to you in the beginning, like, I am not a person that's had any kind of real pain, aside from emotional pain, but I've had, you know, I'm not even a headache person. I get a headache and I'm like, oh, geez, call the ambulance. I have a, I have a headache, you know, but my mother actually suffers with chronic pain and it, it's really helped me to understand my mother a little bit. So tell us what Chronically Courageous is and why you created it. Great. Thanks, Nicole. Well, first of all, I'm very, very happy here that it's helping you to understand your mother better. That is one of the reasons that I created it. I wanted it to help empower and uplift people who suffer from chronic illness, as well as people that caretake for people with chronic illness or are in some way related to or friends with somebody like that. Because if you haven't been in that situation, it is very hard to put yourself in that situation and to completely understand it. So I have had chronic illness all my life, although I really didn't acknowledge it until I was forced to, and I was forced out of the corporate environment. About five years ago, I became kind of unable to function on any level. I was having horrible dizzy spells and really low blood pressure. I would be shivering behind my desk all day. I wouldn't be able to see my computer because my eyes would blur over. And I would be running back and forth to the bathroom because of gastrointestinal issues and migraines and you name it. It was was definitely a stretch to try to be in my office and try to put my, my game face on. And it became 
it got to a point where it was impossible to do that anymore. And I had to be on a few occasions taken home by security or other people that were kind enough to give me a ride home because I was too sick to leave by myself. So eventually I wound up getting dismissed from my position because I was unable to fulfill what I was there to do. And it was in so many ways, such a blessing. Mm -hmm. And I know that sounds crazy, but right. <laughs> I, right. I mean, it's like, you know, when we go through these things, it's in the moment, it seems like the worst, most tragic thing in the world. And I cried my eyes out that day. I remember getting into my car, I called my parents and I was bawling and I, you know, my life is over and how am I going to make a living and how am I going to support myself and everything I've, you know, I have my master's degree and my, my series seven and all these things that I worked so hard for. And now what am I going to do? What, and I'm a single mother. How in the world am I going to do this? And in retrospect now, I really believe that my body was trying to tell me that I was not in the place where I was supposed to be. I was in an environment that was not healthy for me. I was not doing what I was put on this earth to do. And I got told quietly at first and then a little louder and then a little louder and you know, several major surgeries and paralysis of my right arm. And I mean, so many crazy things. And finally, I was like, okay, I guess this is time to make a change. Oh, you know, Bonnie, I'm sitting, I'm literally like getting emotional listening to this. It just touched my heart when you said, you know, that you believe that this was, you know, that nudge, that outer force, right? That we don't want to listen to that was telling you it's time to make a change. This isn't where you're supposed to be. And I hear this so many times and, you know, so many of us just get to living life. And that's what I was doing many years ago where it was just Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, oh, it's Friday, it's Saturday, you know, on the hamster wheel. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then I found what I was meant to do. And that's when everything changed. You know, I had not a chronic illness, but, you know, I suffered with depression. And I say that I lived in fear, anger, and depression. And I had IBS. And when you were saying you would have to run in and out of the bed, it's, it's hard to, like, say it, you know? But it's hard to let others know, you know? Mm-hmm especially like dating or meeting someone new and you're like, oh, I have to go to the bathroom. And they're like, really? right. And you're like, yeah, I got like, I got five minutes. I got five minutes. I need a bathroom. <laughs> I got a five minute window here. But, you know, it's not something that is fun to talk about, certainly. So yeah, thank yeah. you for doing what you do and putting it out there because, you know, you've, and again, for me, I don't have chronic pain, but I feel like, I don't feel like I know that you're putting a positive spin on this and not making it so dark and dreary. Right, right. You know, thing is, it is what it is. And it's what you do with what you're given, right? It's, I could choose to sit around and be sad all day and woe is me and, you know, drown in my sorrows. But the truth is, I have so much amazing stuff in my life to be grateful for so many incredible people so many incredible experiences and there's nothing that I would change if I were to look back I wouldn't wish what I've gone through on anybody but I will say it's brought me to exactly where I am today and I love where I am today and I love the person that I've become through it so I wouldn't change anything 
Oh, that's beautiful. So, you know, and I say that a lot about myself, like I wouldn't be the person I'm today without the struggles, but it's hard to realize that when you're in the struggle. It is. It is. You know, so, so how long ago was this? Like when you lost your job and then what happened moving forward? Cause you didn't crawl into the hole and give up. Right. So August of 2015 is when I got dismissed from my position and I was at the beginning of getting a, a major diagnosis. I had gotten a couple of other diagnoses like the IBS and... Mm-hmm. Uh, I call it the know. crazy person disease. That's what I've always said. <laughs> <laughs> I go, oh, you mean the crazy person disease? <laughs> I know, that's funny. I think it's really, I think it's like your body's way of telling you like, okay, something's not right here. So I'm going to give you this pain and until you pay attention to me. So, you know, like I said, I, I had so many different issues. I had, you know, chronic pain from the time I was like probably less than 10 years old. I would always be cracking my neck and cracking my knuckles and cracking every bone in my body because I was in constant pain. And one of the things that comes with one of the issues I have is it's called Ehlers-Danlos syndrome is the genetic condition that I have that's a connective tissue disorder. And one of the things that it causes amongst many other things is early onset arthritis. So I probably had arthritis from the time I was a kid. Yeah. And when I was about 30 years old, I wound up having extreme pain and going to the emergency room and they turned me around and said, oh, you're fine. It's just a strain. And they sent me home with some codeine and I laid awake all night crying and like writhing in pain. And I called my mother. I said, I, my right arm feels numb. And she said, oh, it's probably just the medicine. And I was like, no, my left arm doesn't feel numb. So I don't think it's the medicine. Well, sure enough, we went back to the emergency room that next day. And it turns out that my right arm became paralyzed. And I had, and then when they did an MRI and all the exams, they saw that my spinal cord was being compressed and that's what was causing the paralysis. But they also said at the age of 30, that I had the neck of a 60 year old because the arthritis was so profound. So that's just one example of, you know, kind of some of the the little signs along the way. Right. And (laughs) who wants to hear that when you're 30? Right. And I just continued to march on and, and do, you know, do what I was doing until, like I said, years later, it just kept getting worse and worse and worse and worse. And, you know, and I had some other things along the way, like a failed marriage, domestic violence, you know, there was sexual assault. I mean, kind of, you know, addiction. I mean, you name, you name that list of like all those things and I've kind of been there, but like <laughs> right, I said, I know I can say I've been there, done that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But remind me of your question again. I feel like I got a little lost there. In the story. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Welcome to believe it, achieve it. Uh, <laughs> I like to say it's like having a, just a real conversation with I love that. friends. And yes. so many people say, Nicole, I feel like I'm literally sitting in your house having this conversation to you when they listen to my podcast. So um, I love that about your podcast. (laughs) Oh, awesome. So I was just having you explain is like from the day you lost your job to now, because I see this beautiful soul, this, this beautiful woman who is engaged. And I, I listened to that episode of yours. So I'll let you tell all that. (laughs) Yes. So the spoiler alert. So, yes. So after getting laid off, I mean, it was really challenging at first and I went through depression. I actually went after I had pacemaker surgery about a year after I lost my job. 
And I, after that, went into like a very deep, dark depression. I did go on antidepressants and I just didn't know how I was going to find my way out of it. I started seeing a life coach who was extremely helpful to me, really helped me to get into meditation and, you know, really learning how to manage my emotions. But yet still, I was still not in a great place. And of course, you know, one of the questions that came to mind is how am I ever going to find a man, I mean, someone that's going to deal with all of this crazy health stuff that I've got going on. And the fact that I'm now on, oh, and I'm on disability, by the way. So that that was another adventure going down that road and having to go to court to fight my case oh. and finally win it. But that was a struggle. And I'm fortunate that my parents were able to help me out financially until I was able to win my disability case and, you know, be able to be self-sufficient again. But, uh, but that's a lot. Those are, you know, a lot of blows. And it's like, hi, I'm Nicole. Nice to meet you. Let me give you my little <laughs> resume here. Like, you know, exactly. like imagine if it rolls are reversed and you met someone who was saying, I have this, 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 and this issue. You'd be like, holy shit, you know? Right. But and, yeah. And there were men that I dated that, you know, that weren't able to put up with that. And they, you know, and they, they told me so much and they, or either that, or I got ghosted and, but until I met this amazing man that's now in my life, that's my fiance, and his name is David. We've been together now two and a half years, and he, you know, and he got so a little you met shot. him. How far into your journey were you from the time that it all came crashing down? You've gone into your depression. You've pulled yourself out. What was the time frame or the timeline that you kind of he came into your life? Right. So it was approximately three years after I left the corporate world. So you're healing, you're healing mentally. You're not in the dark place. Right. Right. Yeah. I was definitely in a much better space and I hadn't given up yet. I was close to giving up on finding someone, but I hadn't. And he just embraced every part of me and he continues to do that. And every, you know, through, since I've met him, I've had a couple of surgeries. I've had many hospital visits (laughs) and every time something like that came up, I would look at him and say, honey, are you sure you're wanting to deal with this? Like, you know, I'll give you an out if you want it. And he looked at me like, are you crazy? Like I'm with you forever. This is not, you know, (laughs) which is, so beautiful. And I wish that for everybody. He just loves me for everything for that I am. Good yeah. and bad. Yeah. Yeah. The good, the bad, and the ugly, right? Exactly. <laughs> the good, the bad, and the crazy. So what would you say, or what would you want listeners to know when you're in the darkest part? Because you got to the darkest part. I did. I did. Oh, boy. I think the biggest thing I'd say is it always gets better. And when we're in that really, really dark space to hold on to the hope and the knowing, not just the hope, but the knowing that if you can just get past this, it will get better. And there is hope. There's always, always hope. And there have been days when I didn't think there was. And and if I look back now on those dark, dark days to where I am now, it's night and day and I am happier and more fulfilled and more at peace than I have ever, ever been in my life. Wow. And, I love that. Yeah. Thank and you. still living. And I, sorry, I caught you off on that one, but you're still living with the chronic illness. 
I am. I am. But I'd like to say I'm healing. And, you know, that's a little bit controversial because what I've been diagnosed with is said to be a chronic degenerative condition that is incurable. I I don't take that answer. Nope. I I, I have heard it from so many people were like, I was told, you know, this, 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 and this. Heck, I don't know. Do you follow Joe Dispenza? I love Joe Dispenza. I mean, he was paralyzed. He was paralyzed. As was I, not entirely, but my right arm. So, you know, like been there and done that. And I, I'm reading his book, something supernatural. Becoming supernatural. Yeah. Becoming supernatural. I'm reading his book and I'm actually working with a holistic health coach right now that's helping me to rewire my brain, which is a lot of what Joe Dispenza speaks of. And right. And it's so amazing. And it's, it's like, so, so hopeful when I read the stories in his book of other people that have, you know, gotten out of wheelchairs and, you know, had tumors that they shrunk all these things just through rewiring of their brain. And I think, you know, sounds bananas. It it sounds insane. And, you know, I even am like, this sounds cool. (laughs) but it's like why uh, why I mean you do need the medication and I'm not an anti-medication person but I am a pro holistic and medical professional together I think they work beautifully together and so many people put that holistic oh weird you know oh that's weird you know they put that resistance up and so tell us about a little bit about the holistic world that you've been led to. Yes. And actually it's funny because my podcast is part of what led me to, and I wound up getting introduced from it by another one of our podcasting friends, Ashley Goner to a lady by the name of Rachel Barber, who rewired her brain and healed herself. And I had her on my podcast and I started following her and I started to really think, my gosh, this girl was so sick and she, is doing amazingly well now. Maybe if she can do it, then so can I. And I started working with a holistic healing coach and I've been doing every morning, I do an hour of meditation. And in that meditation, I put on binaural beats, which, you know, a certain kind of music that helps Uh your brain to like get in that state. And I visualize what I am going to be when I'm fully healed and what I'm going to be doing And sometimes I'll just get so into it that I'll feel myself like bursting with excitement and this smile coming over my face. And it's just incredible. And it's not just that. I mean, it's, you know, people think brain rewiring is just the meditation piece and there's that. But it's also as I move throughout my day, I am constantly surrounding myself with like positive images and positive messages and listening to podcasts that talk about healing and when I speak of myself, not speaking of myself as this sick person anymore, but rather this person that is on a healing journey and how I'm getting better every day and really truly enveloping that or I'm trying to think what the word is, you know, just. But you know, thinking. what we, what we focus on is what we become. Exactly. Ah, and you know, I rewired my brain for mental healing Yes. And it is, 
<laughs> you know, I like to say I'm the same person, but it is night and day on who I was and who I am. And those who know me know I literally wake up with a smile and and people say, I wish I could have a tenth or an ounce of your energy. And I said, you can, you yes. can. And uh, so my podcast that comes out tomorrow, once a month, I do a coach's corner with my therapist who is now a life coach. And we have like a coach's corner. But last week, we didn't take any questions. We literally talked about rewiring the brain, sticking to the gratitude practice. You know, it's so important. It's so important. You have to make it a lifestyle. And what we focus on is what we become. And it's just like, I was, and she's like, you're like the poster child. I said, I know we need to take this road. We need to take our show on the road. Totally. I cannot wait to hear that episode. I will definitely be tuning in tomorrow for sure on my walk, which is another thing I do that's so healing is nature. I've always felt like, you know, going hiking and walking and stuff always makes me feel so good, but I never really understood the science behind it. And now I know there's actually, there actually is science behind it, that being in nature heals you and taking your, your shoes off and standing barefoot on the grass helps, you know, get those, the, the energy of the earth into your body. And it truly is healing. And I do that every day. And when I, the, the rare my language, right? I, I know <laughs> one day, one day we'll do it together. Nicole, we'll definitely yes. we'll go for a walk ground together you know and and I don't know I feel like you were this person but I definitely was this person where if someone told me this 10 years ago I would have been like whatever (laughs) put your bare feet in the grass is gonna change you you know go ground at the ocean and meditate and write down a gratitude like I would have been like whatever but when I finally caved and said okay I give I give there's you know I want to live a better when I want it and I feel like that's where you got I was determined that there was a beautiful life out there to live and I I went out there like you did. You went out there and you found it. You had to find it. And I grabbed onto it and I will not let go. (laughs) I agree. And I think so much of it too is really finding that true purpose in your life. And when you find that, you have so much greater motivation to live a healthier, happier, more full life. Because like, I know my purpose is to serve other people by helping them to heal, helping them to find hope and, you know, find anything that they can do to make themselves feel better. And now that I have this purpose that's so much bigger than just me, I have so much motivation to heal myself. Oh, I love that. And again, you know, so I have a friend on Instagram and she's been on my podcast too, Chelsea Messer, but she has a like holistic mother's Instagram page and um I follow it. I'm not a mom. I'm a fur mom. And I love I get so much out of it. And I don't even have a kid. And like listening to your pod now, like would I have I probably maybe I would have. I was gonna say, would I have been drawn to it? And I probably would have because of my mother. Again I did because we were in the course together. And you know, I love supporting others. You know, I love supporting people in my tribe. And it really, real. I mean, again, I don't have the chronic pain, but I do have people in my life that have chronic pain and it just so helped me understand them better. And again, to not put, you don't put the doom and gloom on it. So, uh-huh. uh, you guys, you got <laughs> you got to check this out. You know, I know so so many so many people 
that suffer with a chronic illness. Mm-hmm. And, you know, how, uh, I don't know, I guess you can give your experience because you've lived it your whole life. But do you feel like no one ever got to the root cause? Uh, I hear that it, so much. You know, it took me many, many years to get to the root cause, which is apparently this genetic condition that I have. And I can't tell you how many specialists I saw and how many misdiagnoses I had and, you know, pieces of the diagnosis. Like, yeah, IBS is kind of a a manifestation of Ehlers-Danlos syndrome. And so is this neurological condition I have called dysautonomia, where like my blood pressure and my heart rate and my breathing and my digestion and everything kind of goes haywire. That's also a manifestation of it, but nobody really, you know, I wasn't satisfied with those answers. So I kept digging and digging and digging. And I, I think both of us don't believe in coincidences. And I actually met somebody, I was at a friend's clubhouse. I was talking to him and then along comes this girl with her little baby. And I was like, you know, I love kids. So I was like talking to the baby and talking to her. And then my friend got up and went to the bathroom and I had a conversation with this girl and we became friends and we're, we're like dear friends to this day. And she has Ehlers-Danlos syndrome. And she said, I think you might have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was the one that first told me about it. And as it turned out, I looked deeper and deeper into it. I'm like, oh my gosh, I think you're right. And I went to a specialist. There's only a couple of people that specialize it here in Arizona. And, you know, one is the Mayo Clinic. And then there's like, you know, Barrows. And then there's my doctor that has his own practice. And sure enough, he diagnosed me. So yeah, and it all made sense. Like everything made sense at that point. But then as I continued down this more naturopathic road, I also realized that, yes, I have a genetic condition, but there's also, there's something called epigenetics, which is like, you have certain genes. Yes, you have. So you have some people that may, in your audience that may not know what that is, you have certain genes, but the genes don't always express themselves until you're put in a certain environment. So like, because I went through so much repeated trauma, 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 I think that those genes can, you know, express themselves in a very like loud way and louder and louder as the trauma increased. So I really think that the root of my issues and the root of my healing is also going to be to address that trauma. And that's one of the things I'm working on right now is releasing that trauma and acknowledging it and getting past it. Yeah. And again, you know, it's like, this is stuff I would have laughed at, you know, I mean, honestly, I completely get it. I feel do. And I hope that, you know, I think my listeners uh, get a little bit of this. I call it the woo woo, like a woo, two woos is good. Three woos. Uh, I'm not there yet. You know, like I'm not ready to do some of that, but I, I don't want to say yeah. never say never. Right. Absolutely. Um, but if you really get out there and you open yourself up and you really believe you really believe like, you know, meditate on it. Think on it. Like, am I, is this, ah, is this really what I'm being drawn to? And if you pay attention and you're present and you trust and believe, ah, that's where the magic is, right? It truly is. Absolutely. Yeah. There's so much magic. Yeah, there's, there is, there is. So I just found out that you live in Arizona, so I'm inviting myself. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. I, I, thought, I just assumed you were in California. No, uh, the time no, no. And then, 
you know, our podcast mentor, Michelle Sorrow is from California. And it seems like everyone I meet lives in California and I'm like missing out. And so I'm inviting myself to Arizona. You're invited. I've never been. I've always wanted to go. And actually a girlfriend of mine, we talk about going to um, Miraval. Isn't that out there in Arizona? Actually, I'm trying to think. Cannon Ranch is in Tucson. That's also a really great spa that, you know, a lot of like rich and famous attend. There's actually one that was just built a few years ago that I love. That's like 25 minutes from me. It's called Savannah and it's a wellness resort. And it's amazing. Well, so my fiance and I have been there now twice and it is a slice of heaven. They have actually the chef that used to be at Miraval and has met Oprah Winfrey because that was her, her place that she used to go to. He is now working at Savannah and it's just this gorgeous, gorgeous place that it's set, you know, in the desert and it's, they have all sorts of really fun classes. You can take wall yoga and aerial yoga and find your spirit animal and like lots of woo-woo stuff, <laughs> classes and water yoga and they have amazing food and it's just, it's incredible. It's a place to have them. Oh, I mean, uh, I'm in. I'm in. Let's go. Let's do it. As soon as I start to feel a little bit more comfortable with travel. Completely get it. I completely um, understand. You know, I so miss, oh, I miss, I miss traveling so much. I was actually in Utah when the country shut down. We had to cut our trip short, but the girl I was with, um, we've always talked about going to, you know, to Maraval or, you know, one of those retreats or resorts like that. So I am inviting myself, Bonnie. I I will send a link to Savannah. I'll send a link to Savannah so you can check it out. We need to make this happen. And I'm with you. I am not doing any traveling anytime soon, but I can fantasize about it, right? Right, right. (laughs) So, but we will, I will promise you that we will either do some grounding on the east coast of Florida or we will do some grounding in nature in Arizona but we will we were we're going to walk hand in hand someday and do some do some grounding and connecting with nature together that is for sure I can't and I, wait I thank you so much for being so courageous and putting out this podcast to help others. I mean, heck, you helped me. And again, you helped me in helping understand my mom. So, so thank Thank you. you. Thank you for that. And thank you for, thank you for your light and, and sharing and shining. So keep doing it. And so tell our listeners where they can find you. Okay, great. So you can find me on Instagram at the chronically courageous. You can also email me at Bonnie at the chronically courageous.com. And my name is spelled B O N N I, no E. I know and that has messed me up. I'm not going to lie. It messes everybody up. You wouldn't believe how many invitations I've missed in my life because people send it to B O N N I E. Thank you, Mom. Um, <laughs> I just sent you the Zoom invite today and I just typed in B O N N I E and I was like, what? Yeah. I'm not connected. Wait, what was happening? What? <laughs> she disappeared from my life? What's happening? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm on I'm on Facebook under Bonnie Fleischman Howard. Uh let's see. And that's about it for now. I am gonna work on a website eventually. And of course, my podcast, uh, The Chronically Courageous, can be found in all places podcasts are found on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher. And actually I was just telling Nicole that now you can get it on Amazon Music. So you can ask your Alexa to bring it up 
and she will do that. So what else? And Nicole, I just want to take a minute to thank you also first for having me on the show, but also for you being, you talk about me being a light. I think you are like the brightest shining light. You're incredible. I listen to your podcast every week and your energy just gets me in that place where I need to be to continue my healing journey. And it's just mm-hmm. such a beautiful, positive, happy energy. And I love it. And you, I, I love your podcast. So thank you. Oh, thank you. And we didn't meet by coincidence, right? That's right. <laughs> it didn't Never. just happen. It didn't just happen. Exactly. So on that, you guys, go find Bonnie, B-O-N-N-I. Howard, I tell you, you will not be sorry. And as always, make it an awesome, awesome, awesome day. And we'll see you soon on Believe It, Achieve It. Thank you for listening to another episode of Believe It, Achieve It. I hope you enjoyed the episode and please feel free to share it with your friends and subscribe, rate, and review. If you have any questions or want to reach out to me, please send me an email at coachnicolewindley at gmail.com and have an awesome day.